I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. He's coming in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We have four lines wide open, as is normal for the show to begin. 800 966 right eight no no i did the 800 number. <laughs> eight six i'm looking right at the 860 wtic is the number call from anywhere in the country and uh, your cell carrier will bill you accordingly um 860-522-9842 is the number get online and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems comments questions and concerns we're also broadcasting live over on the old facebook's uh, if Zuckerberg deems us worthy, you might see us there. You might not, but you're welcome to post questions in there and comments and talk about what we're talking about. It's kind of a neat little area where you can kind of see other fellow Computer Talk with Tab listeners, and there's a lot of regulars that show up in there, which is nice. Yeah. And they in, they interact with each other too, which is great. Right. So, and there's been no uh, hair jokes about us. <laughs> well, that's good because there's no hair. Yeah. But. So, so we we do appreciate that. Uh, but as usual and customary, we have our technology news we like to get to. So Dennis has got a, an article he wants to start off with. Oh, this is a very interesting little development. Yeah. It has to do with AI. Which Lots of AI happening. There's a lot of stuff happening with AI these days, especially something called ChatGPT, which right. is now becoming uh, more widely used than it was before. Otherwise known as Skynet, but we won't go right. there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it turns out that Chat GPT may actually get people into trouble of with course. the law. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. All right. And it actually happened that uh, there was a little event dealing with Chat GPT that happened in a court. Okay. They were, so they were using Chat GPT in a courtroom. Sort of. Uh huh. Okay. Here's the deal. Yeah. You have a guy who is, I believe he was uh, on trial for speeding ticket. Oh. Okay. Nice. Somebody he actually sh- pulled somebody over for speeding? Yeah. yeah. That in, doesn't in, happen these in days. In the UK. In the UK. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah, say, it can't happen is... in America. Okay. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. Let's go back to the UK, where they actually pull people over for speeding. But go ahead. Well, he had a pair of smart glasses on when he yeah. was in court. Yeah. And that was feeding uh, the input from the court to chat GPT and another tool called DaVinci. Right. And it was providing him with what he should say right. in response to what's going on. 
in the court. Wait, so a kind of a Sirino Dvorak approach to law? Bingo! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. At any rate, uh, some real lawyers that were in the court were catching on that there's some funny business like, going on here. How is this guy so good? Well, how does he know how to yeah, beat me? I, I thought it was just the wig the, I was wearing. Some of the things that he was saying <laughs> didn't didn't quite, quite jibe, and they figured out yeah. that he had these smart glasses on, and he was getting input from it. And <laughs> this guy called a halt to the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Now, this was <laughs> this was done by a company called Do Not Pay. Do Not Pay, okay. Which uh, had previously made news by using ChatGPT to, to get somebody's Comcast bill reduced, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. But when you're in court, yeah. And you're actually responding to a legal proceeding. Acting as if you're a lawyer. Acting as if you're a lawyer. Right. That's illegal. Uh, That's yeah, not what legal. You're, you're, you're bumping up against some laws here. So. Right. But right. if you're, so if you, you know, there's lawyers out there, right? They're probably yeah. just barely squeaked by. I mean, there's some, you know, you've got the oh. A lawyers, the B, there's, there's obviously C and D and even F right. lawyers there, out there. Yeah. For every lawyer that graduated at the top of his class, there's, somebody there's at the one bottom. that graduated last in his class. Yeah. I mean, yeah. our president's one of them. Well, we won't go there. Uh, <laughs> but the point is he could put on smart, he or she could put on smart glasses and just use chat BGPT and immediately become an A lawyer. Right? <laughs> Why not? Fake it till you make it. No longer. You just have the, the AI will tell you what to do. I object. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Hang on one second. Uh, oh, okay. Chat GPT has <laughs> told me. Why. Here's why. Um, so we don't even need to worry about A or D lawyers anymore. We can just all, they just put the smart glasses on and call it a day. <laughs> oh, gosh. Man. Uh, the future is now. I know, and we're living in it. It's yes, we are. Kind of disturbing. Oh yes, <laughs> but what can it I is. Say? But it's pretty funny. I mean, that they actually would do that. <laughs> uh, so the, you know, get ready. It's coming. Um, you know, we're all going to be experts in something. All we need is smart classes. Um, in other news, you might have noted this. Noticed this. Uh, Microsoft Teams and Outlook. This is a uh, Microsoft 365, as it were. Uh, suffered a global outage. Wait. Yes, globally. Everybody. <laughs> Global? I thought they were never down. No, of course not. No, I mean, it's a cloud service. It always is there, right? Always stays up. Microsoft on Wednesday said it was investigating a network issue, yeah, I would say, that had seen users across the globe struggling to access Microsoft products, including Outlook and Teams, Microsoft Exchange Online, SharePoint, OneDrive uh, for business were also among the services that were impacted. And basically what happened was some ding-a-ling made a change in a, a WAN configuration in, the, in a router somewhere. Brought, oh, really? Brought the whole thing down. So Really? Yes. So really? What you, exactly. So what you think about, again, if you're a fan of the movie Airplane, right? <laughs> it, you just think about that guy. It's laughing and he holds the plug, right? He pulls that plug there as they're dealing with the issue with the airplane. Some guy did that. <laughs> all right? He didn't do it physically. He did it virtually by changing a route in the uh, network. And, of course, after they figured out, we uh, rolled back the network change that we believe is causing the impact. And, of course, then the system came back online. But, again, the promise of the cloud is elasticity, redundancy. I guess you don't have any deal, anything to deal with ding-dongs changing routes, right? Because right. the system should be able to reroute and say, well, this, this guy made an error here, and the route is t sending me over to someplace incorrect. I'm going to go ahead and reroute. Nope, that didn't happen. The whole thing no. went down. Um so, you know, it is what it is when it comes to the cloud, uh, but we'll put that link up there for you guys to read that story and, and you know, understand just because you moved it there doesn't mean it's going to be up any better than your local servers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, 
Here's another one that both Dennis and I have that we wanted to bring up. LastPass sibling company, GoTo. Basically, GoTo is a system where you can actually remote into systems and, and support others, other computers remotely. It loses the encrypted backups to the hackers. So the hackers that also stole the encryption key for a portion of the encrypted backups by accessing a cloud storage database shared by both LastPass and GoTo. Mm -hmm. um, so LastPass hack didn't just affect the password manager. Same breach led to theft of encrypted backups. Several customers from LastPass selling company said. So basically, the bad guys have access to your data. Oh, wow. Uh, came and, off. It was, and it was all because they commingled things. Correct. Last year, the company said it had 800,000 customers, so who knows how many of those customers are impacted. Um, and again, this is an example of the cloud, right? This is a IT security company called LastPass that's actually supposed to manage your passwords. They get hacked. The right. bad guys have the entire encrypted hash of all your passwords that well, they're working on now to try to figure problem. out how to get. How did, yeah. how did they save those encrypted hashes in an area that hackers could reach? Right. Um, but well, now it looks like the the go-to folks that were part of this also were impacted, and this now offers them the ability to decrypt some of that backup and actually right. have access to information that they shouldn't have access to. Yeah. Um, so, again, when you stick it in the cloud, uh, there's such a funny video that I have asked Janine if I could post, and she said no, um, that describes <laughs> what the cloud is. It's a, it's a comic routine, and uh, it's, uh, it's an Australian comic talking about the cloud. And uh, my goodness, it's funny. But if you watch it and think of this, I really can't even give you the information. If you Google enough there, maybe you'll find it. But it is a very funny explanation of the cloud. Um, this is exactly what we're dealing with. You're dealing with people not securing your data properly, two companies being majorly impacted. And all they did was mm -hmm. they went to the IT folks over at LastPass and said, hey, what's your password? And they let them in. And they're Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how easy it was. It, yeah. was, a, it was a phishing it, campaign that somebody bid on. Right. So the irony, of course, is they ask the password of a password company. It's just so <laughs> I mean, you can't make that up. Uh, what else you got, Dennis? Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, the FBI's been busy this week. They have. They've done some cool stuff. They have. They hacked the hackers. I love it. Uh, they took down an entire malware ring right. by hacking their own operation. Right. The FBI. The, the, the FBI did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. I mean, Uncle Sam did some work here. Yeah, this is the Hive ransomware ring. Yep. Uh, we might have had a couple of stories over the last few months about them. And they provided decryption keys, too. So while the, bat, while the FBI is in there, the bad guys are ransoming, you know, hundreds and hundreds of companies, right? And they, mm -hmm. one of the FBI guys or whoever, maybe a team, is, is secretly sending the key back to the guys that have been ransomed so they can right. decrypt their systems. Yep. I'm sure it still took forever. To, they still got damaged, right? Oh, Once sure. you got ransomed, you're still dealing with decryption and all that fun sure, stuff. Sure, because the decryption doesn't happen instantly. Yep, right. sit and wait for it to finish. So they more than 300 victims were impacted, and the FBI was able to provide keys to them, saving them $130 million in ransomware payments that would have been paid with fake money that for some reason you still are buying, you ding-dongs. Um, <laughs> but that's a whole other issue. They also distributed another 1,000 uh, decryption keys to previous Hive victims. So those of you who didn't, they didn't pay maybe the ransom, and, and they, got the, they had the keys, they may as well just send them on if they could find them and send them along. Sure. Clearly, they must have been found out by the hackers oh. eventually. They found out who, yeah. who was doing it and shut it all down. But um, nice nice job, guys yeah. and gals. Uh, we appreciate your work there very much. And uh, now if you could only make crypto go away, you would have something <laughs> else to do. 
you can yeah. fo- focus on traditional crime um, <laughs> a little bit more. But it's a great article um, that we'll put up there for you guys to read. To read, and uh, it's, again, your government is doing something for you in this area. Oh, ab- absolutely. This is absolutely what they should be doing. Yeah. So check it out, and we'll put a link up there for you. Uh, over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. So we're going to be here till 11. <clears throat> excuse me. We're till 11 o'clock. Uh, three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, 860-522-WTIC if you need another way to remember it. Three lines open. We're here till 11. Everything will get posted by Mike G over to our, our Twitter feed now that we know it'll get to you. No problems. And then Facebook. Who knows? Well, not, as long as Zuckerberg deems it worthy and you're not in Australia, you might get that. We'll be right back. Brian Shackman here for QC Kinetics. You don't have to go through yet. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We had a caller. He went away. He had something else to do. <laughs> but if he's going to come back, Tom, feel free. Four lines wide open. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. In other news, this is kind of interesting, I thought. Morgan Stanley are fining some employees $1 million a piece. Wow. For using WhatsApp and iMessage. They're not supposed to be communicating with customers using a ding-dong tool like WhatsApp and iMessage. Now, Morgan Stanley themselves were, were fined more than $200 million last year for similar violations. Because, again, you need, you need a way to track what you're saying. Right. You know, if you're using WhatsApp and saying FTX is a great buy, you know, you, you need to be able to be sued for that recommendation eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you put it on WhatsApp, they can't do that. And you mm-hmm. need to make this, you have to put it in your email. So invest, in the investment banking firm Morgan Stanley has punished some of its employees with fines that topped a million dollars. A million dollars. Yes. Yeah, so you got to ask yourself, who are these people making that kind of money they can afford a million dollar fine? Oh, yeah. I mean, whoa. <laughs> that's good, though. I mean, that's a penalty. I mean, well, yes. That that really is going to suck them hard. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to shed a tear for these folks. No. While the fines might seem steep, Morgan Stanley itself has hard to, had to pay multi-millions of dollars to do this for these SEC wire, uh, violations. Uh, last September, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission fined big-name banks and brokers a collective $1.8 billion dollars over workers' use of private texting apps to discuss work and for not always saving those messages. The fines included $1.1 billion um, assessed by the SEC and I'm sorry, $710 million fine from the Commodity Futures and Trading Commission. Um, so, guys, come on. I mean, I don't understand how if you're making that kind of money, you still don't realize you can't use WhatsApp. To- I mean, do these people not know about things like Sarbanes-Oxley? You would I think not. if you're getting paid as much as these guys are getting paid. Um, so you, you can't. The, the requirements for WhatsApp or iMessage are similar to any communication channel a bank is using email, Slack, Microsoft Teams, Zoom, whatever. Anyone communicating on behalf of the bank needs to be monitored. And with today's technologies, it's doable. Why haven't they done it? Well, that's a different situation. So, of course, they could configure. So there are technologies out there where literally. And this is going to be happening more and more, guys, just so you're aware of it when you're working remotely. There are technologies out there that literally will monitor every keystroke you have on your computer like it's a like it's a DVR of your day and what you're doing on your machine. Right. And you won't even know it's happening. Mm-hmm. And so every text, every every chat, every website you look at, every document you write can be recorded and DVR'd for future review 
uh, to see if you were doing anything wrong on company time or if you were stealing company time by not actually working remotely, as you were saying you were supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so the technologies are out there, of course, and that's the comment here. Why, why find them a million dollars? You could have just had this technology on their systems so that you would be covered. True. Right? That would yes. solve the problem. But why haven't they put it in place? That's the that's another well, question. Here's here's the thing. I mean, you can have WhatsApp on your mobile phone. Yeah. Well that's and true. These people could be using like personal devices. So that even crazier, right? Why would you con- conduct company business on personal uh, right. devices? That's even worse. Correct. Right. Correct. If, if you're doing it on a company device, they could put in technologies to record to every capture. keystroke and everything you do your entire day. Mm-hmm. I mean it's scary technology. It's been out there. Just so you guys know, that technology has been out there f- oh. probably for as long as I've been in this business. Oh, um, before that even. 20 plus years. Yeah, has it? You knew you knew of technologies oh, before? It existed in the 1980s. Gotcha. Yeah, the one that we used to talk, yeah. used to talk about all the time on this show is called SpectreSoft. Mm-hmm. And SpectreSoft was simply something you put on somebody's computer. It would record everything they did. It would go to a, a shared uh, file on the server. And then, of course, the owner of the company could be like, okay, what's Betty doing all day long? Oh, she's looking for a new job. Well, I guess I'll let Betty go. (laughs) Um, We had a a client that would do that. Uh, Literally, we already have the replacement hired as the current one was looking to get a new job. He already had the replacement already hired and ready to go. Oh, you're leaving me? Okay, good. Take your stuff. I don't need two weeks. I got Bob coming in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. so they, that's what he used it for. But uh, the technology's been out there for a very long time. Now yeah. it's there's a company called TerraMind out there that is uh, doing the same thing. I'm not even sure if they bought SpectreSoft, but it's a little app that goes on your machine, and you wouldn't know it's there. I recall logging software that operated as a TSR under DOS. As under DOS? Yep. Wow, so they were dealing with this problem back in the eighties. Yeah, I told you when there was nothing <laughs> when there was nothing to do on your computer. Right, computer I mean work. there there was very little going on. Right, right. Uh, mostly that was done uh, for quality control. Gotcha. And they were recording like what data entry people were typing in or mistyping or mistyping because they were trying to look for you know errors. Yeah, uh, and find ways to prevent them. That's a good. So thing. So it, it was. Proactive and it was actually a useful little tool in some right. places. Yeah. Now, now the other drawback too. There's a drawback of having this type of technology monitoring your system. In that, okay, let's say the employee goes ahead on their time. Let's, let's say it's a it's a lunch hour, lunch hour, lunch half hour, whatever you get, and you log on to your banking app, which I wouldn't recommend doing on a company computer, but you, people do it, right? So you log on to your bank's website, you put in the password. Now your your company has. Your account number, your password, they have actually key logged the whole thing, really. They know exactly what you did. Yeah. Um, they may not have key logged it uh, because that may not be something they do. They have a video of you doing it. Um, mm-hmm. But again, and they if, would be able to see which keys you hit. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, if, if you're. If you're key logging, but there, again, the issue then on the company side is, guess what, company, you have to protect that data. Correct. It's your job now to keep that secure so that this poor person's account information doesn't get compromise. So it's a double-edged sword. Uh, but Morgan Stanley is whacking their people for a million dollars for using Whoa. the wrong tool. So we'll put that link up here for you. You can take a look at that. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. I'm not sure what all you guys are doing, but uh, obviously all your all your problems are solved, which is fine. Uh, four <laughs> lines wide open. 860-522-9842 is the number. Wherever you are in the country, we're happy to have you. We're also on the old Facebooks here. Uh, if Zuckerberg deems are a little program worthy, you can comment there, put a question out there as well. We'll do our best to answer it. And you can email us here in the studio at get help 
at tabbing.com and we'll get your question that way if you're if you're scared to get on the air with with Dennis and I which you shouldn't be as scared. Why? Why be afraid? I don't know. Shouldn't be afraid. We're warm and fuzzy. So we'll be right back after this break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners here at Tab. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Carolyn is at the board. So whatever you're hearing from there is all her doing. Uh, <laughs> just keep that in mind. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, we'll do our best to uh, help you out with your computer problems, questions, and concerns. Four lines wide open. I understand it's a nice, lovely Saturday afternoon in January in Connecticut. Afternoon? Morning. <laughs> <laughs> But it's yeah. odd to have a, such a nice morning, and tomorrow's going to be even nicer. I'm thinking about yeah. going for a bike ride tomorrow. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, thank God for global warming, keeping our costs of our heat down, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my electric bill, and I almost fell over. Uh, but that's a whole other discussion for a whole oh. bunch of other shows. Um, so what do you want to bring up, Dennis, as we wait well, for some calls? Well, we've been talking about AI, yes. and there's been some uh, developments in the field of the media. Journalism. Journalism, it, yes. As it were. Um, I have two different stories that are related. Yeah. One of them is that CNET. Yeah, CNET. Uh, we, we reference it all the time. Right. And we've used them. They actually used to be a TV channel a long time ago. Really? I didn't even know that. And yeah, that, that was way back when. Gotcha. Um, anyway, they, um, uh, or TV show, sorry, not a channel show. Yeah. But they, um, you know, they've been widely respected. It turned out that they turned to AI to generate some of their stories. Gotcha. I mean, they, most journalists don't do the work they should be doing, so they figured, eh, we'll just use we'll AI. Just have it, we'll just have like a, a bot do it for us, right? <laughs> How cynical can you have to be? I mean, I'm a pretty cynical guy, but that's cynical. I mean, uh, eh, journalists, journalists, we'll just have the AI do it. We don't even need writers anymore. Well, I mean, it used to be that they'd have, they'd have people who would scrape the internet for stories and then just crank out their own based on the original one and right. post it. And, right. 
That's not well, really journalism is, either. I guess, you know, they're having a bot do that instead of a person. <laughs> um, well, it turns out that there were a few problems with some of these stories. They oh, no, had they had a printer retraction? They had inaccuracies, yeah. misspellings, incorrect names, different well, things like that. The misspellings that. make sense, right? Because it's a geek who's programming the jet, the chat bot, right? So right. geeks can't spell. So if the geek didn't spell something right, right it's just going to propagate it's, right through it out the whole the way deal. They wrote yeah. It. yeah. At any rate, they yeah. had to go back and fix a whole bunch of articles that they did. And on yeah. top of that, there was supposed to be human editors that were supposed to check them before they were posted. Mm, but they so obviously... what happened with that? I don't know. They didn't and... run it through spell check. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So oh, now gosh. CNET's in hot water. And you know now you and I have to be careful about presenting anything that they report. Because we have to wonder, who, what the heck? Who else is in trouble? <laughs> well, now, on top of that, yeah. it, hap- it actually happened last week, and they, it took them a while to resolve that. Mm-hmm. BuzzFeed mm, yeah. has announced yeah. that they are going to use AI-generated content. Not even bother hiding it. This is they're, what we're they're doing. They're just, yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah we're going to go here. They don't need a 401k for that that purse. That It's all generated automatically. And yes. it's after the CNET announcement. Right. So on top of that, they're just saying, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're going to embrace embrace the AI. We're going to go with that. So yeah. now, on top of everything else that you have to think about when you're reading something online. Right. You have to know who, if it was a bot it, that wrote it Is it, it a machine not. that wrote it? Right. And what's the deal? What, what, did it? Was it just manufactured by the bot? Or right. is this real, re, really real? So... Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, we were talking a little bit off air, too, about your story about the uh, lawyer, the lawyer. The, the lawyer, right? So the chat GPT, from what I understand, passed the Wharton MBA. Yeah, it did. It, so, it's, it, it, so there's no reason it can't pass the bar, right? I mean, come on, right? I mean, it, that's different than the MBA. So if it's going to pass, it could probably pass the bar in all 50 states, right? So then you really could not have a legal, a legal issue here and simply say, I don't need representation. I'm having chat GPT do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, just have the chatbot deal with the legal issue you've got, and they're they're fully. All, why do you need a lawyer anymore? Right, right. I mean, this is gonna, this is going to happen. I mean, it could happen. It feels like it's going to happen um, because if it can be, if it can gain its own credentials, then you're not breaking the law anymore. What advice do you need? It, it was even given financial advice, the same financial advice that you'd get from a real person that said, "Well, what's your risk tolerance in your in your age window?" And that's all they ask you, and then they start picking products for you. That's what he would do too. Or right. it, it would do. Right. Yeah. And I imagine somewhere there's a bot that may be able to pass like a, a you know, a, a financial planner test. Of course. And become a credentialed financial planner. That would be a fiduciary rather than earning anything. Right. Because they wouldn't have to earn anything. There's no, there's no fee you're going to charge to an right. artificial there's intelligence. Literally, there's literally no benefit to the bot telling you anything in particular because the bot's never going to make any money. And of course, <laughs> if you're th- sitting out there driving in the car and saying, well, what about you, Eric? What about you being a geek? You're right. What kind of help desk do we need if you simply pose the question to the chatbot? You don't need a human to figure well, it out. The chatbot's doing it. Right. And chatbots have been correcting bad code already. We read a story recently. Yep. Yep. They, they they submitted a, a buggy bunch of code into the chatbot, and it ended up with just a little bit of human interaction Correcting 37 out of 40 errors in the code. Wow. And this is early on. So when you start thinking about what this could mean, I mean, early on when the internet came out, people were saying, ah, it's not going to be a thing. 
right? This one feels a little bit like a thing. Um, yeah. Crypto is not a thing, but you guys still buy it. But this is something <laughs> that you may want to consider. I mean, do you, what do you send? What do you? What are we going to be doing if basically any profession that has to do with knowledge and skill of of anything, right? You pay a lawyer because of their knowledge and skill. Well, the Chat GPT's got both already. Yeah. It, it knows how to solve the problem, and it already has the knowledge you've already for, probably forgotten. Right. Right. So, you know, imagine the little loopholes it can find that you can't even think of because it doesn't have to think. Mm-hmm. Right. Your taxes done by a chatbot. Your, yep. your legal issues done by a chatbot. So really, what are we going to do? Um, what What are the jobs of the future? Your IT support done by a chatbot. Mm-hmm. Uh, your code written by a chatbot. I mean, you're going to actually be able to tell the, the chat GPT. There's actually script kitties that you call them script kitties, right? Because they're, yes. they're ding dongs that don't know how to write code. They go and find a tool to write the code for them so they can send out ransomware. You just sit that back and say, hey, chatbot, write the ransomware. Or whatever yeah. code you wanted to write. Right. Any code right. to do anything. So if this is where the future lies, where do you send your kids to school? I mean, universities already have enough trouble as it is. I mean, the free the free all-day ice cream bar is not really going to do it anymore if your kid can't get a degree in something that has any value. I mean, imagine talking to a sociology chatbot or a, or a psycholo- psychologist chatbot. You know, it'll be able to apply whatever techniques it needs to. <laughs> True. Right? You can just talk to your, I mean, what are we all going to do? This is can, crazy. Can I'm getting you imagine, more, and more and more afraid as I'm talking. <laughs> can you imagine a, a chat bot being a psychotherapist? Exactly. Yeah. You can. I can. Yeah. Can you imagine a chat bot being a doctor? Hey, it hurts here. Well, don't do that. Okay. I mean, I know why, you know, it's all set. Or how about real estate brokering? Well, well set right. up a set up a deal to sell a house. You, right. you might need somebody to show you the house. Well, they can send me a code. Can, if there's a code on the, the door, deals. all I would need is the code on the door and walk around. Uh-huh. Oh, what does a real estate agent do? Uh, look over here. Look over here. Look at a nice. It's got a nice bedroom. They just walk you around the room. It's not uh-huh. that they don't do anything. Um, so yeah, I mean, all the all these professions are going to be replaced by artificial intelligence. Our economy is going to be a, a flipped upside down eventually. Well, and- or I'm completely wrong, and this is <laughs> and, and this is all true. sci-fi garbage, right? But if you think about it, what's going on out there is interesting. It is, and uh, Microsoft's investing. Oh, they're investing what a billion dollars into OpenAI, and that's nothing in Microsoft's terms. Same thing with these other companies; they're all going to be doing this. So before you know it, you're going to ask yourself, "Well, what's there left to do but hang out, sit out on the beach, and let the chatbots run the world?" And there you have Skynet. So we have four lines (laughs) wide open. Um, Sorry to freak you out, but the more you think about this. I mean, the guy literally was in a courtroom using ChatGPT to actually defend himself. If ChatGPT simply was a, a bar, a, had passed the bar, he wouldn't even have been doing anything illegal. Right. And they would have been able to, okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yep, we knowledge your, uh, your speeding ticket. You're all set. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're going. Uh, so feel free to get online. 860 522 9842 is the number. Four lines wide open. And we are back. You guys all woke up. I'm not sure what happened or what I said, but we appreciate it. Uh, We're going to get right to your calls and try to to help you out there. We're going to go first to who's been on the the longest. We're going to go to Bill in Windsor first. Hey, what's cooking, Bill? Good morning. How are you? Happy New Year. Oh, you too, sir. I have a question. It's regarding the cell phone connectivity. Yeah. Uh, I have an iPhone 13 Pro. Okay. Uh, I keep the thing set on 5G auto. And at the top of my street, which is the main state road, it's a locked-on 5G. Okay. At my house, it goes to LTE because it drops down an incline. And we're talking about small incline. We're not talking customers were being here. Right, right. 
uh, and the street's about two tenths of a mile long where this transition occurs. Mm-hmm. When I'm when I'm on if I'm on a phone call driving home, the phone calls they connect perfectly. I drop down my street, and as soon as I pull into my driveway, the call goes dead. Right. And almost mm-hmm. consistently in the exact same spot. Yep. Once it goes dead, the phone cannot make the call for approximately three minutes, I'm going to say, because if I try to make the call, it says call fail. Right. Every time I try to go call fail. Yeah. Now, if I leave the phone on LTE, I take it off the 5G auto, this problem doesn't occur. Mm-hmm. There you go. That That's a, um, a simple solution. I also, <laughs> have, I also have a Samsung. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have a Samsung uh network extender in my house the Verizon gave me because I convinced them that the cell service is spotty at my house. Okay. So it appears, at least in my thought, that this problem occurs within a two-tenths of a mile where the phone's going from 5G to LTE, mm-hmm. and then in my driveway, it picks up the uh, strong signal from the LTE extender. So it's it possible. seems like the phone can't do all these things at once, but I'm asking for your suggestions here. Okay. It it is possible that it the phone is picking up the strong signal from the network extender and then switching. Right. And that would explain why the call is dying because normally when it changes from one cell to another, like if you were driving a car and passing literally from one cell to the next, the handoff should take place. Right. But I okay. think between uh, changing the mode of the radio transmission and the fact that it's going from a regular tower to an extender, yeah, it can't adjudicate that, and the call drops. And there's another option you could consider, as far as you know, your your LTE idea is that you turn on Wi-Fi calling. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't work very well from the house. Every time I talk to somebody on it, uh, they can't hear me very well. I I tried that. That's interesting. I mean, maybe you have an issue with your Wi-Fi uh, at your home, but that is a good way to deal with cellular issues because you connect to the Wi-Fi in your home. Typically, it's stronger than the problem you're having with low cellular service. So I think you really kind of solved your own issue in that if, if you're saying Wi-Fi calling is not an option, then you really just don't lock it to 5G. Why You shouldn't lock it to 5G as far as I'm concerned. You want no, your phone— No, I don't lock it to 5G. I use no, it he uses auto. auto. He uses oh, auto. auto. Okay. Yeah. In other, in other yeah, words, it if it sees itself. it, it'll it'll turn it on. Gotcha. But if you lock it to LTE, you're saying it never has this issue. That's correct. That's a weird thing. It should be able to flip better than that. It's not doing I, a good job. I, I noticed when I drive on the road, if I'll start off at a location and the phone's on 5G, I notice when I drive, it'll switch over to LTE when I get out of a 5G zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem to swap back and indicate 5G on my phone when I know I'm in a 5G area. It doesn't seem to come. Mm. It almost seems like it stays locked on LTE once it makes that transition. And I know I'm in a solid 5G area because if I, okay. if I initiate the call in this area, it is 5G. So then you told us your phone has got a problem with its, yeah, it's, with its, it's radio. It's, it's how it's bridging. Yeah. And, and it's how the radio is operating, yeah. So I think you, if you've noticed all that, it sounds like your your um, iPhone is having a problem, and um, we give you permission to replace it. <laughs> Android, correct? Well, it'd be a lot cheaper. You can buy two Androids for the price of the Apple. Um, or you can go, go to the um, Apple store and see if they can diagnose that you have an, an, an antenna issue. They may or may not be able to do that. I don't know. Um, but if you've just ex- described all the issues having to do with your phone, 
You, it doesn't do it, good Wi-Fi calling. You have issues with LTE, 5G swapping. You're, you're describing a problem with your cell phone. Right. And there's not a whole okay. lot we can do to troubleshoot it, especially if our solution doesn't even work well, by doing the, Wi-Fi calling. The other thing, in, in addition to talking to the geniuses at the Apple store, maybe they have <laughs> some ideas. Yes. You might do a factory reset on it. Mm. And you know, okay. start over. Maybe maybe it'll work better. I, I'm not sure. You know, when, when in doubt, well, I reboot. would go to the Apple Store first, as I've spent a copious amount of time with Verizon on the phone, and you're right. transferred to somebody somewhere that I can't understand. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's they've never solved it. They've tried to. They wanted to put a uh, uh, what is it? A remote. Uh, SIM card in it, that was going to be their solution. Um, they tried offering all sorts of things, which I'm not a cell phone genius, but I, I appear to know more than what the person's telling me on the phone. Yeah, it all sounds like I, some sort of fix around the fact that your cell phone is having a problem. Right, and based on what you're reporting, it really sounds like the device, which is telling me that Verizon really wouldn't be able to help. Right. Because okay. they're just the carrier, not the... Not the people that made the phone. All right, Bill. Okay. okay. It's interesting that you said that if it's not switching back and forth, that that might be an issue with the phone. Though I was suspecting that might be the case, but I was hoping for the best. But yeah. Is it under warranty but, still? Oh, not, no, at this point, it's a couple of years old. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, but, it, you know, it, maybe you can get it repaired or, you know, consider an alternative. You've spent a lot of time okay. on this Apple device. If it were me, I'd be like, I'm punting the Apple device. Um, <laughs> but I got a microwave at home that I'm still stuck fighting with, and so I can't. We're all in the same boat sometimes, Bill. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for your help this morning. I appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. So, yeah, I mean, it's, when, it, when, it, when it quacks like a duck and acts like a duck, it's a duck, right? Your cell phone's got yeah. a problem. Um, let's go on to, and I think you knew that. Let's go on to Joanne in Windsor Locks. Hey, Joanne. Hi. Um, how do I change to a different browser and eliminate the one I don't want? Well, first of all, which browser would you like to have? And then the second thing is, which browser are you using that you don't want? Okay, the one that I'm using, it keeps updating every day. Hmm. And the one I want is Brave. Oh, okay. okay. Then what you do is you go to website called can you get this? Brave.com, B-R-A-V-E, and you download Brave. Yeah. Okay. And then you're going to run the installer for it, and you're going to start it up. And initially, it should ask you if you want to import settings from your existing browser. And if you feel like carrying over your data, your favorites and your bookmarks and all that stuff, then it'll allow you to do that. Now, once you've started using Brave and you're going to like it, I'm sure, mm -hmm. then you can uninstall the browser that you don't like unless it is Edge. Right. Microsoft says that's inextricably and, connected. Well, not only not only is it tied in with Windows. Yes. In my opinion, you need a second browser on your computer yeah, good anyway. Point. Good point. Because you never know if you're going to run across some website or something you want to do that just doesn't happen to work right with Brave. And right. you need an alternative. So I would not go about uninstalling Edge right. if, if Edge is the culprit here. No, it isn't. Oh, no. is it Chrome? Is it Firefox? I think it's Firefox. Okay, All right. Yeah. Well, 
once you're once you're using Brave and you're satisfied with it, mm-hmm. then go about uninstalling Firefox. Okay. But don't do it immediately. Right. Okay. Wait may, until you're satisfied. Yeah, you may find Brave has got some weird quirks you don't like. Okay. All right. Are you good? Yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All Bye-bye. right. So she's got something to do this morning. Um, Brave is a great browser. I love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Especially on um, underpowered systems. It is just fast. It it works very well. I have a Linux laptop that is kind of on the old side, and I use it just for casual browsing once in a while. Yeah. And Brave easily works much better than Firefox, which is built into that yeah. distribution. Or Chrome, too. I mean, Chrome is... It's, oh, yeah. I tried running Chrome on that computer. It, it just it dragged. Yeah. So I took that out, and I used Brave instead. It works well. So check it out. Uh, we could change our recommendations. Just so you know, any recommendation we make, we can change at any moment because we're geeks. And once we decide it's it's great, it's great. And once we decide we hate it, it's, we hate it. And, but we can come back to it. <laughs> we even come back. We even came back to uh, Windows Defender. I mean, yes, they finally earned our respect, mm-hmm. right? We can. We all decide things change. People do better, and things. Things you know, you're not going to always throw it under the bus and say forever you're going to never do it. Hey, they came back. Windows Defender's better, and we we recommend it again. Um, so let's go to Len in Burlington. We might get your question in here, Len, and then we may have to put you on hold through the news. What's up? Good morning. Morning. Um, I, uh, my main computer is a uh, Toshiba laptop, and everything's great with it, but it's seven and a half years old, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking uh, it would be a real tragedy for me if all of a sudden it quit, yeah. even though I do backups on my files every night. Yeah. So I think I'm going to get a new laptop, and I was wondering what your latest recommendations are. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'll, we'll give you those recommendations after the news, all right? I'll, I'll, I'll uh, put you on hold, and uh, we'll talk about it then, okay? Thank you. You got it. Uh, yeah, we always have recommendations for that kind of stuff. Oh, we're, yeah. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. One line open for you. Feel free to get online. 860 two lines open. 860-522-9842 is the number. And Deb, Len, and Alan, hang on. We'll get to your calls. Everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com, which is uh, the name of the show.com, which also works. And uh, if you follow us at Twitter at tabcomputersys, it's gotten into your news feed. No problem. Lickety split. And uh, if you're on Facebook and follow us, eh, who knows? It's up to Zuckerberg. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.